0: Turn on a radio. Nah, turn it on. Inaudible. Welcome everybody to the Inaudible Radio Show. I'm here with not Harry T. It's Riley actually, and I got Chelsea J. We're here doing a radio show without Harry. Harry is somewhere in a far away place. And if you are a fan of Harry, th- w- w- fuck off. We got out <laughs> here,
1: and we got um Chelsea J here. How are you little guys going? I don't think there are any, there are any fans of Harry.
0: That's mm. so sad I <laughs> there's no fans Harry I reckon he's pretty good Because he's the perfect balance For my madness As in he actually knows That's What true. he's talking Harry about
1: Harry provides a great force To this duo Because mm. he grounds you
0: <laughs> like, do I need to be crazy. grounded? You definitely oh,
1: do yeah. need
2: to be grounded.
0: I do say some spectacular things. Today we're going to be talking about a lot of things. we got special guests, obviously Chelsea J. Mm-hmm. Riley is the new Harry for this episode, so we're going to be interviewing dear Chelsea. And Riley's going to be telling us stories as well. We're also going to be talking to um, Richard from University, who's uh, actually, he's going to be giving us a lot of tips on media, that thing, that mm-hmm. divine place in which I wish to inherit one day. Um, uh, he's going to be giving us a lot of talks, and we're going to be asking him about media and stuff like that. It's going to be really interesting. Inaudible 17 at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of the show, we'll read your emails next week. Riley,
1: how yes. are you? How
0: are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. Hmm. How do you feel being on the radio show? This is your second time. Second appearance here. What was it like the last time? Good.
1: I'm impressed by the studio here.
0: <laughs> I built it. built it with my bare hands. You
1: know, I think I'm... The radio show's biggest fan. You reckon? I honestly love these episodes and I cherish them.
0: Jordan White said he's become a bit of a fan recently. I think August listens to it too, but he is high as a kite, so I reckon you probably wouldn't have a clue what's yeah. going on half the time.
1: He makes my Monday night shift go so fast. Oh,
0: for one, yeah, because you work late at Undisclosed. Like at Walmart, one of them types of things. Chelsea, what are you doing? How you feel?
2: I'm feeling real good. <laughs> this is adult. like my... What, my third time? Yeah, you've been on a few times. I have.
0: You seem to resent the show as if people think it's the worst episode whenever you're on it. I don't think that's That's,
2: true. I feel like (laughs) you put it in the chat one time and it it was like all the titles of the episodes and then the stats and not that I'm like, you know, self-centered or anything, but like I went through and looked for my name and it just so happened that I just felt like the views or listens went (laughs) a little down (laughs) whenever (laughs) I was on.
0: (laughs) That's fine. It's well, fun. that's only because we get really lazy sometimes and then we don't advertise it enough that you're Chelsea. Exactly. I and just that's, yeah, are usually the guests that we get when we're like,
2: Oh Jesus. we don't we have need a guest. someone <laughs> just one person, please. <laughs> oh Chelsea will do it. She's
0: <laughs> she's always there. Plus you're around.
2: I'm around at the moment, yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. I'm a busy lady. Yeah, you, you know how you it is. Things. I do things as well. Um
0: yeah, we've got some segments I wanted to go over. Um Beautiful. that's we got about 15 minutes until our guest Richard shows up Richard <sighs> is um, my dad's name that's <laughs> I know
1: so many Richards
0: Aww, Really really Yeah he's the first Richard I really know. Bruh. it's gonna be really cool to have yeah. him on. I really liked him in these tutorials. He's kind of got one of them voices. He's one of them guys that sort of seems like he should be standing outside of a carnival, going like, "Hey, come in here! We got really great things inside of this carnival. Come on, come in, come inside." I don't think he's gonna be like that. I think he's gonna be baffled by the concept of me speaking really fast and doing all these great things.
2: Yeah, you are going um, really fast, but it's very. Yeah. I'm keeping up real well. Cool. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds really good.
0: <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, that was my little evil laugh. <laughs>
2: I, I thought we were getting out the bad noises before we. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were throw a whole spat over Ryan <laughs> making stupid noises. Hey,
0: check it! I've got dog treats in my pocket. I just realized. That's does anyone want a dog treat?
2: Yum yum yum. <laughs> I would vomit. Oh, you would. Vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungover. Like. Oh yeah, Aww.
0: he was out. Riley's a party boy. He's a yeah. party boy. He's he's gonna. Re- what's your report from the streets? Are good right now? Oh,
1: the streets are lively, I guess. <laughs> I just
0: did snort, an ironic snort. Um. um yeah, tell us about the streets, Riley. You're from the streets, you're from the wood. Give us a little bit of words. Yeah, Dunbel. Bell is a crazy <laughs> suburb, man. You're straight um, out of there. Do you guys have a conversation. I'm going to bring up my little list of segments and see if we can get into some of the things I wanted to cover. While Riley, <sighs> well, Harry isn't here and can't ground me, so I can say okay. whatever I want. Riley.
2: Hello. I'm so excited. Do you know Why? I feel like over the past you didn't ask why yeah, you should you're have supposed said, to say why. She said, uh, Why? Like, oh well, Chelsea questions. speaking, I'm really excited. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah, so okay, let's start that again. Riley. Hey. Yes. I'm really excited. <laughs> why? Because like as of late, I feel like we've been sending each other TikToks that yeah. are really funny. And we never used to do that. This is why the Chelsea
0: episodes are the lowest ranked episodes. I actually did make the official account for the inaudible TikTok page yesterday. haven't added (gasps) anything to it. I just made the account. You're going to blow up. It's going to blow up, baby. I think I'm just going to make videos that just say like... When the red cat throws you off a roof when the <laughs> red cat does this when the <laughs> red cat does that
2: that sounds really good
0: I think it'll just do that and like hopefully I'll get some tech upgrades soon so I'll be able to upload lots of little things but go on Chelsea, you were saying something yeah okay well
2: I was just maybe it is a little too sentimental I no, was just go for it I just thought it was <laughs> sentimental <laughs> <laughs> it's wow, your moment sentimental
0: just sending each other texts no I just thought TikTok. it was so, so nice it's wh- I was like wholesome. but now
2: I actually go through things and I look at them and my brain actually thinks Riley would like that ah. mm. and now I can and isn't that so nice that uh, now yes. I'm like oh, I actually, like, you know, an algorithm's built where I'm like, Riley's humour. And now when I see things, I'm like, whoa. Mm.
0: Because Mm. I only say that because when, do you remember we had a group chat on Instagram? Dude, that... And how, like, the people who would like each other's Instagram posts, like the little likes that you'd get when you send a text. Yeah, yeah, Oh, man, I'll try and get so many likes. I'll literally only look at memes to get as many likes as possible. It's really good when you get, like, a straight flush on Crazy Craig's
1: crust of everyone liking it.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, my God. I actually (laughs) love Instagram. What was that?
1: I love Instagram. Mm -hmm. My algorithm's so perfected. Mm -hmm. Like with amazing memes. It's so
0: hard to get to that point and it's a sad time in one's life where the computer that you're staring at exactly represents who you are inside of your head. Mm -hmm. But these are the days and times we live in. Um have you guys ever heard that there was these dogs in Moscow that could ride a train?
2: (gasps) Tell me more. (laughs) Please, right.
0: Here's my story: obscure relics, yeah. Harry can roll a jingle there. (laughs) Relics. Um. Anyway, here's this thing, yeah um, Here's my obscure relic for this week It's been a while since we've done a regular item Because Jordan Waits has been yapping our ears off And <laughs> Jasper has been yapping our ears off And Elliot saying things about America Oh, we get You oh, America, America. Oh. <laughs>
1: Discord anyway.
2: girlfriend Oh yeah You went to find love <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're well, not God Here's this thing um, Funny Wikipedia article Sorry That's not what I <laughs> I just read my notes Verbatim there Instead of actually Explaining <laughs> what that was Right Here's this thing Yeah So what I found I was looking up dogs And I wanted to look up Dog breeds Because I watched a video Do you remember the guy Adam Ruins Everything By College Humor Yeah He did a video about dogs That I remember being quite Like oh my god This ruined dogs for me I was like 15 Or some shit like that And I remember I re- research dogs, I found out this information about dogs is gonna change your mind a little bit about dogs, I reckon it's trying to change my perspective dogs are like DNA dissimilar to each other like as in like you got a Doshown it's Mm -hmm. pretty much exactly the same as one of them big massive dogs they're really similar and I think it's because like you know it's the way that they bred them it's because it all came from like a wolf unlike cats and shit it all came from like one wolf it's like if we got a human being and like Riley came out of the womb (laughs) with like a terrible dysmorphic disability where he was about one foot tall and then they (laughs) I was one foot tall I was a baby (laughs) (laughs) literally what they did was they bred him him with another equally small man oh. and then oh. they put them together <laughs> and then it's that? basically like that. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, you get what I'm saying? Like It's like as if we got human beings and we just bred the these yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, components
1: But of we them. all Selective.
2: came from one Mm, that's true.
1: We're all just terrible,
0: inbreeding, incestuous termites that oh inhabit this earth. God. That's but what anyway, blue that's blue-eyed people are. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's true. We are mutated in yeah. some capacity. Mutated. It's a really beautiful mutation, isn't it, to have oh. the same color as the ocean in our eyes? It Bless
2: up. Oh, can you relate, Riley? About Let what? Me see eyes. No, oh. no, no. No, they're like. Mm. I oh, look well, into here the
0: mirror and I, I, I sweat. All right, we're oh. going into um, stray Moscow dogs. So then I, I somehow in this article, I was reading um, dogs in Moscow, apparently figured out how to ride the subway train. Oh, they yeah, know I've where they're that. going, apparently. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it's two, so cute. And this is the story of the Moscow dogs. So in 2008, 2009, this was a phenomena. You'd think you would know more about Moscow dogs riding the train in the age of the internet. People would be taking videos, look at this dog riding the train. <laughs> Here's the story of the Moscow dog. It's actually kind of sad so there was these things like there used to be millions of stray dogs in Moscow that would just run around in packs and apparently they'd be kind of sweet and they would send like so that this is actually the order of the dogs you would see a pack of dogs ah, oh, a pack of dogs they would send out the cutest sweetest little dog because the cutest sweetest little dog is the dog you're going to give food to so they had learnt all these different tactics to be as cute and sweet as possible mm-hmm. there were still like thousands of attacks each year and all manners of people getting too close but these just random feral dogs run around being all sweet skeeter human beings and accompanying people on trains figuring out where to go and um, it was really interesting it was a really cool really little phenomenon yeah. smart then FIFA came around them ones that kicked the soccer ball FIFA? And, yeah FIFA <laughs> oh, they I had a like, big how thing how does this enter the conversation? Yeah. yeah check it FIFA wanted to go to Moscow and they started killing off the, the oh. dogs
2: Wait, so the soccer the soccer players The soccer not the soccer players <laughs> the soccer players started going around kicking every dog they saw. <laughs> the
0: soccer players just hated
2: dogs. And they just went around
0: <laughs> Ah rip
2: this dog. And apart. Now we glorify these up. murderers in in video games. <laughs> Literally.
0: <laughs> now check it. They showed up. They were like, We want to do our soccer tournament here. Moscow was like, All right, and then the people they were the Moscow was like, We do have these packs, thousands of packs of hard <gasps> dogs in our city. Oh what God. if the rich people get attacked by these dogs? And so they started killing off the dogs. You're and then joking. Since then the Moscow Wild dog population has gone down so like hugely. So this is the story of the, wow. of the subway dogs. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I'm actually interested in that. What type on. of
2: dogs were they? Were they like actual like breeds of dogs that people own? They
0: were or? Just mutts and stuff. They probably. were basically mutts, and Just apparently the and... mutts actually sort of like joined together, and most of them sort of looks like either labradors or huskies by the end of the.
2: Oh, times. that's cute. Yeah, they that were big, is cute. fat labradors
0: and huskies. What year was this? Happening. 2008, 2009. I think uh, FIFA okay. came around 2010, 2011. And now oh. there's not really any of them. That's anymore.
2: Hey, guys, um, send us an email if you like <laughs> soccer. <laughs> and then we're going to shame you on the, you on in the, the Instagram yeah.
0: page. You were in the first episode where we actually said, send us an email. Send Only, us Because I remember the soundbite of you going, guys, send us
2: an email. Oh, God. I don't to
0: sound like that. Don't I recoil. <laughs> sound like that. Jeez.
1: Um, has anyone sent emails I since?
2: can check
0: if you want. Look,
1: Are you we, know, Harry's uh, completely right when he says like, the reason why no one sends it is because everyone's doing stuff while they're listening to this. That's true. I'm walking around.
2: Yeah, I no was. I used to listen to this on email. the treadmill when I did go to the gym. I used, yeah. to, I used to go <laughs> when for I did, a jog. Back in those days. Back in those days.
0: Say it like a nun.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we got, yeah, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing still no email. At what all. What a surprise. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, like our fans are like Jordan Waits.
2: August.
1: Yeah. August. August. Do you not think they know what email
0: is? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it wouldn't strike me as the type of person to dust off their old typewriters and start constructing uh, an email. And even if we did email. get an
2: email from them, though, mm-hmm. like, they're our friends. So it's like, what it's not. say? Like, hey, yeah. Hey, how like, you doing? Like oh,
0: thanks. Good. Mm,
2: exactly. <laughs> well, have to have a
0: celebration though, the first time we get an email. Yeah. Big celebration. I'm
2: surprised Trish didn't say, like, send thanks via email and be like, mm. Yeah, That's why true. didn't Trish do Well, that?
0: in all fairness, our correspondence completely disappeared once I did that interview. Really? It sounded like oh. she was going to hang around. And I just seemed like... It, I think because I took so long into, to actually like upload the clip of that. And then I never alerted her to the fact that I uploaded that. In all fairness, I probably should have done a lot more with Trish Lay than I did. You
2: could still contact her and be like, oh, hey, yeah, I don't sure. know if you've heard it, but it's out. Well, it was out like a few months ago. And, yeah. and yeah. you could update it but on your in all your,
0: fairness, um, on my accountability front, Yeah. Gone absolutely terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> so I can't really say like...
2: Oh, wait. She's going she to be
1: pissed. If she
0: oh. comes back on the radio show, she can end it, man. Yeah. I Remember? don't know if that's true, actually. Didn't she say? She d- just said,
2: yeah, she said to you that well, you have said, to end it.
0: I, no, she said yeah. you have a mulligan and she said you, you can't go at this without a plan. Otherwise, oh, check it. Richard just said, let me know when you want me to call. All right, cool. Um, we'll keep going for another two minutes and just explain through this last segment and then we'll mm-hmm. go into our beautiful intermission. And Harry can play one of his special songs. Oh, Did yeah. you guys hear um, Did You by Harry? been a while since he played that. Actually, yeah. I think they're going to be playing my song that I invented about a year or two ago based on the sentiment. Um, um, I don't know if we should even play that song. It's actually come terribly filthy. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I'll say it real quick. Harry can witch laugh it if he thinks it's insensitive, and oh. I just won't refer to it to ever again after the show. The, s- the chorus of the song goes.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> can and I then m-
0: the, the verse goes, I shot my dog and sold my farm. <gasps> Oh. Yeah.
2: Can I make a request for the song? I'd like the, the less <laughs> I know the better reverb version sped oh. up times two. Um, is that, that doesn't sound royalty free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And then I want it to
2: be played like backwards. Mm.
0: That could be royalty free. It's very specific. Don't I you mean, think? <laughs> it's not, We've got to reach out to our indie community, to. community here. I, yeah. <laughs> I think my brain just was trying to comprehend it. Did you hear the noise? I went, ah, I don't
3: know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's like, how to politely say your idea is fucking <laughs> stupid well, <laughs> without that, saying
0: I'm, it. I'm unfortunately had to been indoctrinated to the music taste of anyone who shows up on the show. So That's right. I can't really just punk it out. My song, everyone hates my music taste. So it's hey, like, hey. in all fairness.
2: He's fishing. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my God, we love your music, all right Oh my God. the king I've of fishing for stuff. I've
0: accepted that my music taste is, <laughs> is not particularly mainstream-ski. Really
2: cool. yeah. It Yeah, is. It is not mainstream well, but it's cool.
0: Everyone has their own taste. That's totally. okay. It's just like some people like vanilla, some people like orange juice. We're moving on. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um hey real quick before we go into the actually i don't want to get into the thing that i was going to say about elliot because otherwise i feel like if we go into that and then yeah. richard is listening to this radio show and then he comes he's like oh i want to listen to my part of the interview i wonder what they prefaced that with and then i don't think they would want that to be he would want yep. that to be the thing that prefaced it that's a good point all right we're going to go into our intermission now we're going to get richard on the phone and he's going to talk to us about the media um any last any last words before we go into that Mm. <laughs> yeah. But what right. she said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well um, Harry's going to play his special song?
2: Hey, hey, hey. What the hell do you think of yourself? I always search for
3: in bad I also search bad in
0: just heard harry's special song he was playing us through the intermission we're back with actual richard turton who taught me about media but is now going to teach our lovely viewers about media richard how are you doing
4: Oh, I'm all good. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can hear the excitement quivering in his voice. Yeah. Um, uh, Richard, is, uh, I think that you have an, an interesting story. Richard, how did you get in? Can you give us a, like a, an autobiography of your life, preferably not starting at your conception, but maybe when you <laughs> first got into the media industry? How did you get into it, and um, where do you stand right now?
4: Well, I currently stand folding some washing in the bedroom, but... Um... <laughs> I was at in high school and was looking for a place to go to university. And I noticed that there was a university that was quite close to the ski fields. Mm. And I thought, you know what? We'll be able to ski in our breaks. So <laughs> wow. I picked uh, this uni, not really knowing what the courses were. And then we went down for a visit. And turns out they had um, a full media production TV studio like they have at La Trobe. What was the uni? And it was a uh, Charles Sturt Uni, is yeah. uh, in Wagga, huh. we could go to Falls Creek from there pretty quickly, full on, and and yeah. So I suddenly loved the idea of the course, so I moved it to my first preference, and yeah, the rest is history. I've been graduated back in nineteen ninety one, so it's over thirty years now. I've been working in film, TV, theatre, drama all sorts of things over the years, Richard. uh, over the last 30 years. That's obviously, like, I think
0: uh, we can all say that the people who are in the media industry are quite interesting to us who are not in the media industry, only because I feel like media is sort of the precipice of culture. That is the output of culture. Culture kind of radiates from media, and you are a big part of it. What's the biggest thing that you've ever worked on, Richard? Just so the audience can get a good idea of who we're talking to, the credentials of which...
4: Well, I mean, in terms of size, obviously Olympics and World Cups and that kind mm-hmm. of thing are the biggest, you know, biggest audiences. You know, when when you've got Pakistan against India cricket match under your fingertips, you know, you're guaranteed, <laughs> a, you know, a couple of billion viewers there. That's so, so, cool. so that's you know, they're, they're the big things, but they're not. I mean, yeah, and they are fun and, you, you know, you have a good time on those things. For example, uh, doing the Winter Olympics in Vancouver, I got to ski uh, Whistler and Blackcomb for free and that sort of stuff. So, you yeah, oh. know, there are per- perks to the job.
0: Yeah, hold on. That's very and,
4: cool. uh, and, and the World Cup in South Africa, you know, we got to live in this amazing house uh, in Cape Town that was in two wings, had a waterfall through the middle of it, had a tree <laughs> growing up through the living room. So it was Did all part, the part of it. Life. Life. What is this world? Yeah. Okay, I've got some
0: yeah, questions so you, for you, Richard. I want to get into some You get some engine.
4: junkets. Mm. You get some junkets from time to time, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> what you're junkets. after. You're after a junket.
0: Can you define junket, please, for our viewers?
4: So a junket is a paid holiday. Oh, mm. very cool. Mm. I never get right? paid on my
0: holidays. Yeah.
4: Right? That's <laughs> what yeah. you're after, a paid holiday, where you're, you're technically working, but you're yeah, you're having more fun than... And getting
0: paid for it. Full on. Doing that in South Africa and Moscow and different places. I think I just said Moscow. I don't think that's actually Vancouver. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we had a segment earlier, Richard, where we're talking about <laughs> dogs in Moscow. So I just got a bit confused. You mentioned the snow and I thought Moscow. Ah, you're doing stuff in Moscow. Richard, I want to ask you some questions. Um, here's some of these questions I'm going to ask you now. Are you ready? Yeah.
4: All
0: right. Um... I wanted to ask you that I feel like it's an uh, interesting world, the media landscape right now. Where do you think that TV is going? Do you think that TV is a dying medium? Do you think it can survive in a world where agency is seemingly taking over people's minds? People just sort of want to be able to choose exactly what they want to watch. Do you think the TV guide has a future? Do you think about these things? And uh, what's your perspective, Richard, as someone who's been in that world?
4: That's a very long, multi-pronged question. <laughs> These, this, it's a habit I have. <laughs> and which, which we kind of teach you not to do. But anyway, um, starting with, you know, when you're talking about what you watch on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, where is that content coming from? So that's the question you have to ask yourself. You say TV's dying, but you still want to watch things. So someone is making them and someone is paying Mm. for them. So at some point you have to ask yourself, well, if TV is dying, why are we all still watching, you know, Stranger Things or, you know, why are we still making The Crown or where is that content coming from? Who is making it and why are they making it if TV is dying? So perhaps you might say free-to-air broadcasting might be dying, Mm. but then – you know, what are those biggest events that I've worked on? The Olympics, World mm. Cups. You can't you can't do you know, while you stream them through these various platforms, yes. you need to do them live. There's no point in watching that stuff in two months, three months time. Mm. You gotta watch it while it's happening. It has to be live. Yeah. And the only way to do that is through broadcast television.
0: It would be a hell of a thing to binge watch the Olympics. I feel like that would take up a little bit too much of your time. Um Richard, well, uh, every
4: event, and then they're all happening simultaneously, right? This is the point. Mm. Your AFL grand final is still going to be one of the highest-rating programs of the year because it's live. You have to watch it live, and no one wants to you know, watch it next week or the week after. They want it while mm. it's happening.
0: Does that still make? This is just out of um, my own curiosity, does the AFL Grand Final still make high viewership? Because I I feel like I saw some wo- um, numbers about it that it's kind of been in a small decline. Is that true, Richard, or am I just been misled?
4: Well, you've been misled and Ooh, been and misled. not misled. So okay. go, it goes both ways, right? So last year's Grand Final, because it was a twilight Grand Final. Hmm was the highest rate in grand final they'd had in many, many years. However, they're going back to the 2 p.m. grand final, which will have less numbers. Mm. So they're going to have a lot less numbers at this year's grand final than last year. And the other thing that people seem to forget, particularly living in Victoria, is that the um, State of Origin, which is on tonight, mm. rates higher than the AFL grand final.
0: Right. Wow. Interesting. That's something I mean, that everyone... My the box of my um, understanding is. Go ahead.
4: Well, you got to remember that, you know, uh, 75% of the population lives between Wollongong and Cairns,
0: mm.
4: which are all rugby league people. Yeah. So you 75% of the national market goes from, you know, sort of Sydney to Brisbane. Mm. Wow. And, when um, you say
0: facts like that, Richard, it kind of makes me think, how has AFL even really survived with just that fan base? How have we not been globalized by something like rugby? And how has AFL even stayed together? That's what I kind of think when you say those types of facts.
4: Because it's institutionalised in Victoria, South Australia,
0: hmm.
4: <clears throat> like it's in in the blood, and they won't watch anything else. They hmm. just refuse. Hence, it makes it difficult for people from Melbourne to go anywhere else in the world because they struggle without their AFL. <laughs> if they're big fans. <clears throat> Um, they uh they they really miss it. But um if you go anywhere else in the world, you know, you're living in London as I did and you know, living overseas, you it's like AFL What? They never heard of it. <laughs>
0: Um, Richard, I want to move forward here Um, not forward actually, you really set the pace of being quite forward I want to actually kind of go backwards, here's a question I have Richard, Um, do you kind of subscribe to theories like Noam Chomsky and stuff like agenda setting function theory that the media is sort of just a tool to distract us, keep us spellbound and for the interests of the powerful or do you reckon that mainstream media is a neutral object and the narratives being constructed are not influenced by powerful people, do you even really think about these things, because I've gathered that you have to have you have done some work in mainstream media the news for example do you ponder these things and do you have any opinion so on
4: the one hand it's extremely insulting to assume that the people who work in the newsroom on a day-to-day basis have a media bias toward anything in particular mm-hmm. Uh, and that are out going out of their way to form some sort of collective narrative. No, Chomsky said this. Any- <laughs> no, go ahead. No, no. in, go ahead, in any particular direction, right? I've worked in many, many newsrooms hmm. and the actual people on the ground are just human beings going about their world. Yeah. Now, having said that sky news is a world unto itself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because it has a bias and it's a known bias and it, And it caters to that bias specifically Mm. for ratings numbers. It's not beholden to a wide stream population, right? It has a target audience and it caters to that audience and it's owned and controlled by an individual who has an agenda.
3: Hmm.
4: And it's, it's quite clear from what's broadcast. But they believe wholeheartedly in what they are saying because they are saying Well, since the whole media landscape is unbiased in a particular direction, it means they're too afraid, too PC, too woke to say what needs to be said. Yeah. Now, I uh, set up, before it went to Sky, I set up the Bolt Report. Okay? Right. I worked on it with Andrew Bolt, and he used to call me Mr. Spielberg. right? He was the loveliest bloke you would ever meet. Right. Absolute sensational individual. And then would go on the TV and say things that just were unbearable. <laughs> and that's incredible. I guess a real dichotomy. So <laughs> it's very difficult when you hear that stuff coming out. Now, sometimes he might touch on something that is the truth and we are afraid to say, but hmm. a lot of the times it's really just, it's a point of view that, you know, the, um, the the nutbags of the world just want to be heard, you know, the yeah. right-wing loonies. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that is their voice. The fact that we don't agree with it and we think it's ridiculous doesn't mean it's not, from their point of view, a valid point that needs to be made. I agree, yes. Yeah. So when I was in the newsroom and we're making those stories and we're going out of this out of our way to make sure that things are factually correct Hmm. to say that um, you know it's um, what what did Trump call it what's what's he call all news fake news News.
0: yeah
4: to imply that we're doing fake news it's so insulting to the thousands of people that work in those newsrooms across the country that are genuine journalists to Hmm. go out of their way to fact check before they you know have to battle with the ridiculous things that come up on Google
3: hmm
0: yeah, I suppose so. Richard, um, I would, I, I have to agree with you there. I guess. I mean, I have no obvious um, part inside the media. Do you think that? Like, I feel like I'm to play devil's advocate, and just for my own curiosity, do you think that? Like, I. Uh, Based on what you're saying, I I feel like I can see what your answer would be. But do you think that um, that certain stories could be uh, cut or chopped based on the fact they don't fit a certain agenda or narrative? Or do you think that... Because I don't think necessarily the idea of what Donald Trump was saying, fake news, was um, the idea that they're creating a story out of nothing. Although while I think that that is potentially what he was mentioning and what um, he was getting at, I do think that also there could be some argument that the big certain media companies do have a certain place that they want to go with things and they will cut certain stories to develop a truth that while would be within the facts it neglects other certain facts to fulfill a point that they're getting after
4: well afl is your perfect example right you say Mm. how has it stayed alive for so long because the media plays to that culture right Mm. it's in its own interest to keep afl alive because they get so many stories out of it and people love to watch it and so therefore you make the stories that then in turn create the media drama, right? And they build, mm. they beat things up, right? there yeah. Someone's got a foot injury and all of a sudden they, you know, it's some big story. Like, who gives <laughs> a yeah. crap? Yeah. It's just some tosser out of 20 or 30 blokes on a football team. Like, who cares? <laughs> they make it such a big, <laughs> yeah. Right such a big story. <sighs> yeah. Which then in turn rotates around to the people tuning in to watch it, you know, and it ca- creates this cycle of interest. Hmm. Which keeps it alive, right? So, no, I do understand that. And I did prove this not in your class, but uh, mm. in a previous year where I got my children to talk about their puppy that they just got. Yeah. And then I cut it to look like the puppy was evil.
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> incredible.
4: Right? So, obviously, that can be done. Mm. And any journalist has a choice. They can say, okay, to, to make a good story, you have get three points of view. You've got point of view left, point of view right, point of view in the middle, right? Mm. So it might be, you know, person whose rubbish is getting tipped over their fence, mm. person who's tipping the rubbish over the fence, mm. and then person caught in the middle owns the fence, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's the fence.
3: He's
4: the fence. <laughs> as, as soon as you've got that, you've got a story, right? Mm. But you have an option to lean one way or the other with any of those people say, so, well, I actually believe that the person tipping the rubbish over the fence has a point because the neighbor's an arsehole." Right. Mm. So you can lean your story in a particular direction. Now you're not meant to, but obviously yeah. it can happen. Yeah. And you know, that can happen anywhere for in anything. So the object is to find your balance throughout the media because every story is covered and a lot of them get buried. Hmm. You know, why do you think, um, the day before an election, for example, the government might release figures on something that they don't want people to know about. Yeah. So, for example, they may say, okay, so it might be Melbourne Cup Day. So on the Monday, which is a public holiday, most people take as a public holiday, they'll release some information that is going to be totally forgotten because everyone's too focused on the Melbourne Cup. And that might be something damning to the government, some paper that's mm. been released, right? So that everybody does it. Everybody has their way of saying, okay, I want this out or I don't want this out or I want to hide this or I want to cover this. They've all got their ways. But there's so much around now that you should be able to find your balance yeah. amongst it all because there are genuine... Journalists out there working hard to get the truth of all sorts of stories, an Australian story, and Four Corners, and they, they do a lot of that work. Hmm.
0: Richard, that was really an incredible answer. I feel like I was looking around at the faces of the people in the studio. They were, they were having moments when you were saying things with their eyebrows raised nearly off their heads. Mm-hmm. And they went, hmm, that's really interesting. <laughs> I think I question the entire universe now. Uh, Richard, I did want to um, bring it into some softer territory. I wanted to ask you about what your favorite job was, favorite job, favorite environment sort of role, and your least favorite job and um, also why it seems like throughout the entire uh, class that we did that you seem to <coughs> radiate ha- the absolute hatred of the AFL. Um, what would you have to say about these claims, Richard? <laughs> Dis- dispel well, our with minds. Regard,
4: with regard to the AFL, I remember being in Sydney mm-hmm. and there was a newspaper there and you had the Rugby World Cup was on, as in Rugby Union World Cup. There was a rugby league um Test match happening between Australia and England. there was tennis happening yes uh, because of Davis Cup. there was um, something else there was something else massive that I think it must have been early start of the cricket season, right So there was all these things kind of happening and the AFL season was over, right The actual season was over. so nothing was happening with AFL. So these were the things on the back page of the Sydney newspapers. I then flew back to Melbourne. And the front page was all about Ben Cousins. <laughs> and then the and then the back pages had all these AFL stories. Yeah. And there was not one mention of any other sport. <laughs> now, these aren't Melbourne stories or this is Australia playing in the World Cup. This is Australia playing against England. This is Australia <laughs> playing in the Rugby World Cup, right? We all should be across that as a nation together, <laughs> whereas... It was so insular. As soon as you got to Melbourne, it was like, no, we don't care about any of that. We only care about the AFL. Hold on. Because Ben Cousins was, you know. So that that's probably my biggest hatred of AFL is the <laughs> institutionalized, um, you know, religion of it hmm. that has excluded everything else that I love in sport. Hold now, on, I've worked understand. on AFL. You know, I did a, an AFL match a couple of weeks ago, and it was like, you know, poking my eye out with a burnt stick I mean I was like <laughs> oh. you know why did I bother I think you, it was a, it was, a, grand it was the grand final um, would that be great yeah I do I, I work on the grand final every year they drag me in but <laughs> uh, oh. I think it was the it was the game when North Melbourne got beaten by like 100 points or something yeah in Darwin it was just the most <laughs> awful game and I just thought what a waste of everyone's time and effort <laughs> including North Melbourne's waste. Um, so when I was in South Africa, yes. apart from what a great junket it was, mm. I, um, I went out for some milk. I was going to get, you know, they had that um, like UHT milk that you can keep in the cupboard. I went out to get some milk, and I'd seen some whales off the coast, uh, which is what happens in Cape Town, and um, mm. I thought I'd go for a little walk around the coast, I got back at um, 5 in the morning and had to ask the my flatmate to take me to the hospital. So that was quite an adventure. Right.
0: Um, wh- why did you have to go
4: to the hospital, Richard? It seems like you skipped a broad amount of information. Yeah, so, uh, so I went from this little, you know, I left at 10 in the morning and mm. then went for this little walk and then, you know, mm. it's a very long story, but it involved falling <laughs> Falling down cliffs Jesus and being at the, trapped at the bottom of this mountain, and then climbing up and Whoa. clinging onto a tree on the edge of this cliff, and then Richard, uh, this I actually a real story. Are you telling me that you <laughs> fell down a cliff and then and climbed then, your and way then, out? And then I passed out on hanging on this branch. <laughs> what? Because I was so exhausted, I passed out on this branch off the edge of this cliff, and now I thought I was going to fall to my death. So I thought I better not do that again.
0: Oh my God, Richard! <laughs> But I, had
4: these, but I had all these i had all these cuts all over my my wrists so so i had to go and get uh get some tetanus shots and uh, get myself stitched up that's why i had to go to the hospital <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a much longer story thing? but i don't I don't want to bore you with it, but it was a good trip. Like, the whole trip was amazing. <laughs> Far
2: from boring. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was
0: probably the most impressive story that
4: started with, I went to get some milk. I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was the weird thing, it? and nobody even realized what had happened. I just kind of disappeared. I think they thought I was in my room.
0: Oh, Jesus. All right, well, <laughs> I think that's a solid conclusion to what has been an incredible interview, Richard. I'd like to thank you for being a part of our little radio show. Do you have any final passing remarks for the audience, of which probably about to, roughly
4: 20 of our friends? <laughs> you yeah. have 20 the, of your um, friends, no way. So uh, yeah. when you get to the end of your season, mm-hmm. um, we'll do it out of the hub with cameras and, uh, and I'll <laughs> cut it for you. Oh,
0: that would be beautiful. Wicked, Richard. Richard, you've been an incredible guest. Thank you for being a part of the show.
4: No worries. Thanks for having me. Have a good
0: day, Richard. Enjoy yourself. We'll stay in contact. See you later.
4: Yeah, that's right. I've got all the jobs for you. <laughs>
0: Great jobs. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh, that sounded actually condescending. Thank you for the potential. <laughs> point. Thank you for even thinking of me in a job. All right. Well, I'll see you later, Richard. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Everyone saying goodbye. You can hang up, Richard. <laughs> 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 Oh, there he goes, Richard, being wow. part of the show. That, that was, was amazing. Thank you. I did really well, I think, in that one. We got some great information out of it. Oh,
2: my God. I was shitting myself when he goes, that was actually really offensive. And <laughs> I was like, I looked at you and I was like, oh, shit.
0: But no, real, He slips in some good criticism. I He I does. Couldn't even Because he was like you didn't You. that's not exactly how we ask questions yeah. I was about to go
2: I didn't went, teach you how to do that
1: <laughs> yeah it was like being in a class it yeah. was
2: so good he is really cool I mean, is, he was an
0: incredible he's guest, so passionate about yeah. it yeah. yeah I'm glad that he, he really gave like good out- oh man the perspectives he gave on that media question I figured he was going to completely disavow me for even asking the question you know based what? on the immediate thing I but can't he wait to tell it.
2: people that 75% of the population live between Wollongong and Cairns <laughs> I can't wait to flex that new fact so I couldn't believe it. It's
0: incredible. Well, that's probably one of our better guests, I reckon. That was really good. It's incredible. Um, we're going to go to an intermission. Chelsea needs to pee. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening to this part of the podcast. Actually, that sounded like an exit. Actually, Harry, cut that. Actually, don't cut that. We're still, <laughs> we're still on the we're on air. We're still on the air. The show. Oh, with, um, story. Rather going to tell us about drugs. I think so we're going to go into our intermission, and um Harry's going to play another special song. Thank you for continuing to listen. That I got to stop saying it like we're ending the show. Chelsea's <laughs> going to piss. Yeah. Right, we'll, um, be right yeah, back, yeah. we'll be right back. We'll be right back. That's
1: the words. See you. Jeez. Okay. I am a daydreamer I am a
3: night walker, I am a risk taker I am a self tamer I am a brain eater I am a heart speeder I am a mind reader I am a truth finder
0: Hey, yeah! We're back from intermission! I like how my radio voice sometimes is like HA! Like I'm drunk idiot voices HA! <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're here back on the radio show. We've mm-hmm. got Chelsea. We just spoke to Richard Turton. That seems like ages ago. We've got to really shorten down our intermissions. Yeah, that's right. We're having fun without you while Harry's special Ooh. song was playing. I'm sorry. We never have fun without you. Once I leave this radio I'm show, I am... sorry I keep kicking you, Chelsea.
1: Chelsea. i kicking I'm Chelsea. I'm very
2: sorry. Footsies. Ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> playing footsies. Playing Riley's clearly taken a step above what Chelsea was ready for to start kicking her violently. Impressively. Yeah. Um, anything you guys want to say? You're in front of a live mic. Anything that you guys want to say? Use this power. Go ahead. Um. People are listening to you right now. You can really mess hey up Hey, guys, you like
2: Stranger Things? Sorry I ruined it for everyone. <laughs> 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 I didn't, know. Just um,
1: saying. It's canon that Chelsea did not ruin or spoil anything.
0: Yeah. Let's... Um, Let's ask Orion a question. You guys interview oh, me. Sorry. Oh, geez, here we go. we got to make it well, well, am In all fairness, um, yes, but I've also been asking you some questions and I think I need <laughs> okay. to go off. Um, <laughs> I want to talk already, about me. Hey, I already spoke about my dog story. I'm kind of running low on things. Unless you okay. want to speak about panpsychism. It's a well, really intense theory. But I've already been speaking about um, agenda-setting function theory. Please talk about something, and then I can give a small, elaborate answer. Then you can be the Orion and give a ridiculous question. Well, so what do you think about this, this is thing is used to happen? Do you reckon that it connects to this and that that happens? Do you reckon that this is actually that that does this thing? You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you do that to me? <laughs>
2: uh, oh, pause. wait. I don't know. Is that, um- Hey, everyone, welcome back to the radio show!
0: (laughs) 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 Sorry, too, if, like, while you're trying to gather a thought, I interrupt you by saying words. That's just literally the job that I have to do. They can't have dead air on the radio show, necessarily. So if you go... Mm. (gasps) then, like, that sounds bad. I have to sort of intervene after a certain point because otherwise people will think there's something wrong with their phones and then they'll turn the volume knob way up and Aww. then they'll go, well, I'll say something like, and then people go, ow, ow. And, and then, then, then Lucas will complain, the yeah. the <laughs> complain about the audio in the old thing. I wonder if Lucas <laughs> has gone there. I saw him recently. My car's still not fixed. I've been driving around my aunt. My other yeah. aunt broke her foot recently and yeah, was walking around that? on it for three days. Shit. Fell down a stairwell, the silly old cow. <laughs> 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 I take that back, of course. If she had listened I to the look radio. That show.
3: Back.
0: <laughs> oh shit! I thought. Well, in all fairness, not in way. Really, no, that's, so, like, I did I take Justified. back. The, Defend your yeah. actions. Yeah, <laughs> go Justified. on. I was kind of thinking that like um, animal injuries happen a lot, so I was like, no, that's kind of fair to call her an animal on account of like the fact animals that get like struck injury. by
1: electricity and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> animals do get struck by electricity. Does anyone? Hey, does anyone remember that um video Stupid we watched video. yesterday? Not yesterday, last episode called 16 Greatest Moments Where Animals Get Electrocuted to Death. Terrible. <laughs> Fairly, you got sent to that first. What was your initial I was literally disgusted. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you have to watch Why that. Why did Ryan send funny. this to me? <laughs> I, good, I did like continue <laughs> to search the channel, and um, I saw some of the um, other uh, videos that they have, and so I'm stuttering as I get this together. Do you guys want to have a conversation real quick? Just um, talk about what's your Chelsea, favorite animal?
1: I bought a... um guitar pedal amazing it's like i got so lucky yeah there's this specific pedal the strymon big sky uh-huh. which is like the best reverb pedal in the game uh-huh. it's 800 because it's so expensive because it's uh-huh. so good it's so popular yeah so whenever these things pop on on marketplace they get snapped up
3: yeah
1: because they're cheaper Yeah. and like last week last wednesday or whatever i saw one for 500 and i was like "What's oh, it's a lot of money yeah, I I did left. You talk to him about it? No, but then I came back a few hours later and was like, ah, I gotta, in, I gotta see. You know, it's worth it. Guys, it's like an investment.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't touch a dead camel in the desert. It will
1: no, explode.
2: I, I wanted to hear about
0: this.
1: But the offer, <laughs> the ad was gone. It'd been can sold just already. Just
2: talk about Shh.
0: eBay on my radio show. Just one it's actually second. Like a marketplace. about animals getting electrocuted. Just death, a really. You're can talking we, about a
2: guitar pedal that you're getting. Just one second. Can you just. And then what happened? <laughs> and then
1: the next day I was at Cole's <laughs> on my break and I saw oh, wow. another offer yeah. for 550, five which was like so getting good. getting electrocuted Wait. to death. So I hit him up, but the thing is at Cole's, the 3G is like a black hole, like it's dead yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So I, to, I had to reset my phone like four times yeah. trying to contact this man.
2: And then? I got it. For?
1: 550.
2: I thought it was 500.
1: That one sold, but then there was oh, another one the I next <laughs> day. <laughs> Sorry. And I was so lucky, and it's really good.
2: Oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And s- now back to our favorite man of the moment, Orion Manson.
0: fuck up, Chelsea. Ooh.
1: You wanted
2: me to do that. Orion's
0: salty AF. I, I am salty. You, I had an incredible segment about animals getting electrocuted. To How death, am I, You, you asked us guitar? to talk. How many
1: times are you going to bring this stupid electrocution
0: <laughs> story? Can we? I think it's really <laughs> incredible. Well, let's <laughs> let's that hear such it. Such a concept does exist. Let's hear yeah. it. I, did, I basically communicated it. I just needed to preface it. And you interrupted me as I was going to go through some other videos. And one of them was... The cam- do not touch a camel in the desert. It will explode. That's the, ne- the name of the video. And oh, it's got shit. a picture of a camel. Okay. But sorry, that was just one of the things. It's just an interesting channel. If you want to find the channel I'm talking about, really interesting content. Actually, that's a lie. Um, yeah, just type in top 16 animals getting electrocuted today. I don't know why I'm doing an ad. <laughs> <laughs> done to me. Are Did you I the add?
1: creator of this channel? yeah like
2: <laughs> Do they um, sit them in a chair? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just imagining a little pigeon sitting in a chair with a little like cap on his head. I would play
0: it but Riley's phone is currently connected to the bluetooth. I don't really want to bother oh. with that. We're,
1: you don't want to well, hear it. It's fine. Say, you
0: don't want to see the video of 16 animals getting You want to see yeah, that no,
1: video. No, I
2: don't. Sorry. They
0: played it in a previous podcast.
1: Yeah, we so have. Can, I think people be
0: oh. sick of that audio. It's got like yeah, the no, commentator says crazy. stuff like I think the elephant can't be electrocuted because it's very large. <laughs> it's um. like
1: a 6-year-old from like Pakistan. <laughs> When I Google Translate and right. was like typing in and then make Google say the words, <laughs> like they, it's
2: um,
0: the comments are really incredible too. Like these are great videos. Keep it up.
2: Are oh they my real? Gosh, I can't believe. Like, it. did they actually electrocute an elephant?
1: No, no, they it's just, just like na- natural. Like them wandering into power lines. Like yeah. no one does it oh, on. Oh, yes. I thought
2: that it was like an experiment.
0: No, it's like yeah, top I've ten, you know, like um, top ten videos, like watch Someone Mojo.
2: filmed it and didn't stop the animal from Literally.
0: Doing it. Well, yeah.
2: Someone just... had to be there and, and be like, And then that oh. has
0: been put into a compilation in which this person has said top ten moments, as in like the moments that we all love and enjoy. Uh, he's collected yeah. the compilation of the very best <laughs> of all the animals getting electrocuted to death. That's horrifying. This would be terrible mm-hmm. listening for dear Richard, who's just been on this podcast and now hearing us talking about animals getting electrocuted to death. Yeah. Um. Anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get back into your story. I think you
1: really like the story. Um,
2: (gasps) Oh, I'm excited. This is the Fiesta Resistance. It's the. the, the
0: Is this the story about um, the thing that I attended? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, you know, so now we're getting more and more pieces of the puzzle because we first had mine. (laughs) My idea of this night was that the straight-edge king of the world enters into this place to watch the fools take drugs. (laughs) 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 And that I manipulated and harmed August throughout his entire trip. I remember there was one point where he stared into my eyes. I stared back at him and I said, August. And he was clearly fucked and he said, nothing. And I went... August, if you say my name Jeff, I will punch you so hard in the ribs. <laughs> and I kept saying that to him. Don't say my name Jeff. Don't say my name Jeff. And his eyes start to cross together, and he starts to smile. And I say, Don't say my name Jeff. Don't say my name Jeff. And I start loading up a fist, and he goes, No, 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 no. no. And he's on drugs. Anyway, I gave him a paranormal. <laughs> Imagine like the interdimensional beings watching his reaction to that. He see a portal into another dimension. There's a man saying. Do not say my name, Jeffrey. I will punch you so <laughs> hard, August. Um, anyway, so it's that night. That's my perspective, that I was incredible. Now we've got a new perspective that Elliot was having a heat seizure, and no, I was taking it crazy, se- not seriously enough at all. Mm-hmm. Heat seizure is a terrible word. I didn't know up that there with thing. black tie heroin, up there with um, uh, uh, um, the epilepsy is pretty bad, but that's kind of the same as a heat Dementia's seizure. Dementia is pretty rubbish. Dementia is a pretty intense word. Don't want that. Don't want dementia. Um, Chelsea, can you move your feet? I'm going to sit down because i like to hear good stories. And yeah. I get a good perspective. Oh, I have a really good story. Chelsea has a good story. Ow! Sorry. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to go into... Hey, Harry, yeah, can you cut ahead, out Chelsea. that scream? That was unnecessary. We're going to get into this story. Riley. Yes. When on the night of October, well, like June something. It's actually probably very close to the reunion of it. It's like May. May or something like that because I remember we did the death time. I thing, got a so uh, flashback to it a on Snapchat. Mm.
1: Like okay. in me. Um,
0: Chelsea, what's your story? What was your content? I of your don't
2: know story? if I'm allowed to say it, but like someone I know knows someone who was on ice. And oh, then shit. and then saw while they were on ice saw a lizard drop its tail and then chopped his dick off and then oh. went to the hospital and was convinced that it would grow back and this only happened like last week and he kept saying like no guys guys it's gonna gr- it's gonna grow back like what? I've literally seen it <laughs> happen before it's gonna go back
4: this I can't
2: say who it came from where it came from or when it happened I do know it happened last <laughs> week and this? it was and it was north it was somewhere within uh, what's that place called that he was talking about? Uh, uh, Wollongong. And it was somewhere between oh, yeah. Wollongong and Cairns. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Hang on. 75% of was, the
0: population lived there, Chelsea. How am I meant was, to p- uh, crack that down?
2: That's the point. Mm. That's the mystery. But he was on ice, and uh, you just said drugs and funny things. And I was like, imagine how funny that's it would be chopping really your own that dick off. Funny. And then being like, nah, guys, it's going to grow back. I've oh literally seen it happen. And then his dog ate it. Chelsea. Oh!
4: Oh, Sorry, shit. I forgot to mention that. Chelsea, bit. why? Are you
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
0: Chelsea, how's the most gruesome story we've ever heard? I've ever heard ever just <laughs> come out of your mouth.
1: Because, uh, like,
0: I I, I, the you know, thing I've people. ever heard. I
2: heard, and <laughs> I wish I talk? could give more detail, but it's. What uh, You mean a funny story. That's a rip. Off
1: the line, you can give more detail.
2: Don't you think that's so funny? <laughs> that's no. <laughs> that's I mean, like, it's awful, but I, I just, I don't think my brain can compute that it actually happened. Oh my God. And I don't have a ding-a-ling, so I wouldn't know th- what they... eat it he's dog hated yeah that's Ooh. I just think it's so funny imagine being We've a nurse we ruined
0: the reputation of dogs far enough in this <laughs> show and now
2: <laughs> they're from Moscow
0: they're from Moscow Moscow anyway. uh, Riley's going to anyway. tell us a story yes yeah, yeah, please buddy, now please this is the, the real story wash our First-hand fucking experience. mouths out from that terrible dick story that Chelsea just revealed to us yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. what are you hearing mm-hmm. these stories actually never mind that's the Off whole point. The so anyway. Ryan
1: I think you'll find this very interesting okay
2: so how
0: am I doing as a host about Harry am I doing all right you're doing really good i can't wait to hear this story all right
2: because you're quite
1: spiritual aren't you
0: i am yeah well what didn't see the chakra necklace all right all right
1: right. (laughs) yeah yeah, (laughs) i see it
0: go on to an audible instagram fan page to find out no it's not called an audible instagram fan page it's called an audible plus is it to see pictures of me anyway can we get off a (laughs) a minute?
1: (laughs) go ahead because last week when i listened to elliot's podcast Mm. you guys talked about it and it Rejink with some memories from that <laughs> night.
0: Do you... Was Elliot right about the fact that you guys thought it was a weird thing to talk about and you were a bit, like, iffy about talking about it? Because he guess. said that he felt a bit uncomfortable about talking to it. Yeah. So, you about it initially after it occurred?
1: Just because it was so crazy mm. and we ended up in the hospital. <laughs> but anyway...
0: Preface the night as you remember it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so Elliot invites me and some two boys around as he had acquired some mushrooms mm. and weed...
0: So there was And it was the people. first time for all of us. Yeah. So there was it was a party of
1: four Four. plus, plus you
0: plus me plus Lucas. Was for Lucas a while. there, yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Who didn't take partake in it, so we no, haven't no, no. ruined his name. Go ahead.
1: Um so yeah, we smoked some weed before. Mm-hmm. And then Elliot had a bunch of mushrooms and we just subdivided it into four things.
0: On a little plastic plate, may I add, it was very silly. <laughs> it was a
1: lot, wasn't it? Like
0: yeah, it was a way lot. Way too much. Yeah, way, I mean, way, way too much. You knew how to divide the portions. We
1: didn't. We just, like, no, do you know no measuring. Is,
0: do you know the measurements now, and do you look back and go, oh, that was a bit much? <laughs> no, I don't
1: know. But anyway, we consume them. Mm-hmm. At first, uh, I really, like, I start to feel it building up mm-hmm. Feel this massive wave of energy, just, like, building, like, a tsunami. And I get, like... You i start to feel you funny you really
0: took it seriously too by the way you were putting you had on headphones yeah yeah, yeah i had my really good my headphones because i knew
1: that music would sound amazing mm. and i was right because oh my god it sounded incredible <laughs> it was like massaging my brain whoa and when wow. i closed my eyes i could like see fireworks going in the like just crazy uh-huh. in the like notes and melodies and uh-huh. lyrics and stuff and that was amazing and i was looking at my phone screen and it was like a portal into like the nature, or whatever. Like it looked three D, and it was so cool. It's amazing. It was, and then but the energy just kept on building and building up, and it got it was like getting so intense, mm-hmm. and it got to the point where I just was like, oh my god, I need to go lie down. Mm-hmm. I need to go to bed, sleep it off.
0: That's when I walked you up a staircase. Did you walk me up there? Yeah. Okay, I think so I roughly guided you. I said go up here, and then you lied down
1: on the floor. Yeah. Of Elliot's bedroom. To, yeah.
2: I'd like to know the difference. So while you were feeling this euphoric experience... Just really Orion, intense. What did what did Riley look like? Was he slumped? Was he tired? I have a photo. He, I
1: mean,
0: he was the friendliest of them all. He was just lying what? there with his little headphones on. So
2: when you were taking him up the staircase, he wasn't like discombobulated too much? Or? He knew
0: where he wanted to go.
2: Okay.
1: I Yeah, I just really needed to go to bed. <laughs> oh my I gosh,
2: know. you needed to sleep. Pupils did much. You? Oh Sorry, I'll just...
0: Um, Riley has wow. just shown us a picture of himself So, that night.
1: Orion yeah. guides me up to Elliot's bedroom yeah. At this point, I'm really like, I'm losing touch
0: yeah.
1: And I, I lay down on Elliot's floor And you're at the doorway And you're like, hey, you all good? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yep So you shut the door The room is pitch <laughs> black oh, And I'm, nice I, go, <laughs> I go to lie down on the floor And that's when it really You fell like, through the floor? I fell through the floor I felt my like head go through the pillow and I was just started falling and like repeating the motion of putting my head down so I was just spinning into space and I felt so discombobulated and like so out of touch and I was like what is going on and the whole time I'm hearing like this massive pressure in my head like I'm I'm hearing voices Mm. of my family and they're like what are you doing is it going to be okay Just like a constant murmuring in my head as I'm falling through. So it was just so much information. And then eventually I stopped falling and I'm like, I'm in space. Like I was in inky blackness and there was just speckles of light all around me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm in space right now. (laughs) And and then this figure materializes in my field of vision, like this massive, massive figure, like a a man. Mm -hmm. But it was just highlighted like in neon. Like I couldn't, it wasn't like human flesh. Mm. It was just like neon colors in the shape of a man. And he felt like really powerful. And he looked down at me and was like, are you going to find your way back? Do you know who you are? Mm. He just started questioning me while I'm like, what is this? Who are you? (laughs) And then he like, suddenly he gets all my memories Mm. in like a cassette thing, like he's filing through them. And he like pulls one out and injects it into me. And I'm, like, reliving memories from when I was really young.
2: Okay, I, c- I want to oh. do this.
1: And, like, I was seeing dreams that I had when I was really little. Wow. And it felt crazy How much powerful. How did you have? Is
2: that a, was it a dangerous abound? This is
1: not a normal mushroom trip. Like, I was, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know I was human. I was completely out of touch.
0: You oh. transcended your material body. Continued. I did.
1: I was out of it. Mm. So this guy was just going through my memories. And I felt like he was absorbing them. And he was starting to become, like, malicious. Like, he was... Taking them and I was going to forget who I was. Wow. Like taking them out from my brain and just throwing them away.
2: I've wow. heard people who actually come out of trips and they feel that disconnectedness it's, for Yeah, years. it's ego death. Like mm. It's actually like they actually... It happened to, like Joshy or something. Yeah. Apparently Joshi completely <laughs> changed. And I didn't think it was a thing, but I've actually seen and like heard videos and stuff about people who feel like they actually haven't come back out. Like they yeah, just, yeah, yeah, totally. They don't know who they are, even when they're, they're just disconnected. They don't feel like they're real. Mm-hmm. Total inception moment, right?
1: Yeah. So he's like, I'm just reliving all of these experiences and I feel like he's taken them all. And I hear my mom saying like, oh, he's not going to be okay. What's he oh. doing? And I was like freaking out.
2: Oh, that would have ended me. I would have been like, nah, I'm out. I'm yeah. It felt, it was
1: really intense, like this oh. whole thing. And then I started falling again. Like the guy pushed me away again. And I was falling through space, somersaulting, hearing all this random nonsense in my head. And I was talking to people like, I'm fine. I, I'm all good. Don't worry. As I wasn't. But then I started to land in places. I land in like different worlds, mm. like massive geometric landscapes. I feel mm. like an ant, like I felt tiny, mm. looking up at all these crazy like pink shapes everywhere. Oh my
2: God, you're in the Heat, wi- heat Waves, Glass Animals cover. I love that song. Sometimes <laughs> I think of these
1: I like Booster Seat. <laughs> anyway, I felt really like in danger in these locations Mm. like I felt like oh my god I do not belong here I didn't know what I was who I was but I was just like oh this is foreign for me I'm not meant to be here and I was just falling through into these different landscapes just getting progressively more scared and I was still hearing all of these voices in my head just random people talking to me (laughs) and I felt like I was just losing grip with everything Mm -mm. and then I have vague memories of Elliot's friend coming around, the girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember I saw her face from, like, like a tunnel, mm. tunnel vision, like, way up in the distance wow. with, like, lights surrounding her. Oh my God. And she was like, are you okay? And this was actually real. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm fine. But I was – I don't know why I didn't want to say I wasn't fine. But mm. next memory I have, I'm waking up in a hospital bed, mm. and I'm like, oh, my God, What happened? Good thing I'm still tripping. Like, I'm obviously still at Elliot's house. I can't be in a hospital bed right now. (laughs) But then slowly, like, the nurses come in and stuff. And I slowly get more sober. And I realise, yeah, I'm in hospital.
2: Can I ask you, do you feel like since then, that I don't know if this is too personal, but, Mm -hmm. like, do you feel like it has changed the way you feel about yourself? Like, do you feel like it took you a while to come back?
1: It actually didn't. No? Because I felt like a lot of people would take a like, For something like that, a really serious trip where you experience, like, ego death and crazy experiences. It's a lot for people. But I was honestly pretty fine. Okay. I guess, like, if you're not mentally really strong Mm -hmm. or if you're going through something, Mm -hmm. it would be hard. But I was all right.
2: Good on you. All right.
0: That was an incredible story. The psychological interpretations that you can bring from that. Yeah. That's really intense. It Mm -hmm. is. That's a good question that you asked there, Chalsky. Um I, I'm not sure if ego death is th- that. I think that ego death is actually a lot more extreme. I'm pretty sure that really? ego death is when you get to that point and you freak out and then you sort of get lost in there. I'm not sure if that's 100% true, but that's what I've gathered. Mm. Um, one of the things that I've gotten from people in those situations is that they especially people who have lived an extremely materialistic lifestyle and things like that they come out of that experience and they sort of realize that they are not themselves but -hmm. they are instead the awareness that is behind all of this as in like you are not your thoughts your feelings the way that you walk around you're not your material body you are in fact the awareness behind all of it Mm. and i think that that's what those drugs do It's strip away any belief that oh i'm this thing i'm my memories i'm my car i'm my things that i do every what day the media tells um, me i need to be <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> but i'm um, my thoughts especially and it, it really puts it there in like um in crystal clear terms that you would just the awareness of everything that is happening around you and that your body is just a temporary structure that wow. you were a part of for a small time. Mm. But that stuff about you going into another dimensions and different portals and stuff like that and experiencing other worlds as if you were an ant yeah. and visitor and experiencing all the different voices in your head, mm. that's crazy. And I really get interested in that stuff. I, I like find the idea. interesting too. Yeah. Does that
1: make you want to try it?
0: <sighs> that, well, I'm... Um, <laughs> uh, Not really, because I've kind of come to a lot of those awarenesses from, well, obviously not the um, exploration awarenesses, the different things where you go into different places.
1: I mean, I think Mm -hmm. it's so hard for like some, like, yeah, if you haven't been that headspace, because it's so different. You yeah, forget, that's what we were at. you I don't was, know you're on drugs. You are completely yeah. like alone. That's but the scariest. It is, yeah, yeah.
2: And the fact that you just kept saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, when.
1: I was just trying to manifest you it. You
2: knew that you were not right. I was but not welcome there. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's another thing. That's what I felt like. That you were not welcome. I was near. not meant
1: to be there in those lands and mm-hmm. stuff.
2: That's crazy. Well, you know what's funny? I actually have seen videos of like people in Melbourne. like They um, have their cool little edgy partner from Brunswick. And <laughs> um, I hate saying where I saw this video, but everyone knows that it was on TikTok. I'm not even... Yeah. TikTok's okay, fine. So I saw a TikTok about it. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. We um, use TikTok. I didn't just find a video. It was on TikTok. And it was I this girl... I used
0: to use TikTok. <sighs> making my debut soon. <sighs> yeah. Kay. Oh, God.
2: Mm. It was um, her and her boyfriend. And um, it was like this cute little candid like... Montage of them having mushrooms at the start of the day, and then their first trip was going to the museum. They went to the museum together yeah. and they went out for lunch and they mm. did all that. They went thrift shopping, they did all of these things while they were high on, like, a really just like they only had a couple yeah, each. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how many you need, but they obviously knew their dosage and, and mm. how much they can cope on. So I'm imagining that they do this quite often, but they were like, Come on a cute date with us. And like, the first step was having shrooms at the start of the day, <laughs> and their first stop was. Museum. That'd be awesome. And they looked so fascinated in the museum, but they were still like functioning beings. And I was like, yeah, I just find that funny. Like even um, overseas, in like I don't know, mm. Sweden, Denmark, Amsterdam, know, Amsterdam. That's like normal. They just like they just like you know go down to the river mm. and they're like, oh, let's live life and yeah. You know, it's like oh. It's
0: drugs have been used for thousands and thousands of years and yeah, basically the war weird? on drugs did kind of come about as a result to either a profit from them mm. and or b. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure that there is confirmed stuff that like early on some president, I want to say Ronald Reagan or something like that, was using drugs exclusively to criminalize um, minorities and things like that because mm-hmm. that was where. Like a lot of the drugs were being used by people, um, like in the ghettos and stuff like that. So they were like they were like we can criminalize black people for this and then like then we have a reason to be like institutionally racialized. But I believe that's what one of the reasons why the war on drugs started. Mm. But a lot of it was flawed and I don't know, there's a lot of cultures today that use different drugs and things like that. Yeah. So that's a really incredible story, right? Like The way you that's told really that too, it really transported story. me into the world of you in your little head. Yeah. Your little Glass
2: really Animals well album cover world.
0: Ah. Did you find um, Elliot said f- a point that I don't know if he was just riffing, but he said like at one point that he felt as if we were all connected to one sort of divine source and stuff like that. Did you sort of feel like that? No, Elliot, not at all. <laughs> and you were connected. No, we're, he, said he that, was not there. I reckon <laughs> honestly, he probably heard that from somewhere and then yeah, he, yeah, I everyone to, says that. I tried to question it on him. I uh, put it on him, and he he kind of tried to move on. So I don't know if he actually felt as if that was a thing. But um, yeah, that's one of the things I was going to mention. Panpsychism, that's that view. That what is that? Mm, what it is, it's a perspective that I had to write an essay on, a philosophical perspective. It's really interesting. Apparently, uh, we as human beings, we have no idea where the mind is. We don't yeah. know where it is. It is really weird. It's really weird. We don't know where the mind is. You think it comes in the brain, but yeah. then they go, like, uh, we don't exactly. Oh, do you think the your mind heart is? No, nah, like... it's not that. It's like, <laughs> <the mind laughs> Chelsea, shut
2: down, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> I might. don't actually think that my heart can make choices. <laughs> I'm not saying that.
0: Check it. Your consciousness, the experience of you being here right now, it's the only non-physical thing of the universe, consciousness. We have no idea where it originates. We have no idea what its purpose is, what its value is, because realistically, the most productive organism would just be something that doesn't have any access to like experience necessarily. Mm-hmm. It would just be like magnets going towards different things because i feel like
1: we're too smart humans exactly. with consciousness like that's
2: so cool like i'm sitting here right now and like orion you don't know what i'm thinking exactly <laughs> I could be saying some awful shit about
1: <laughs> God knows you probably oh trust are. me since you shut me down oh, oh. There's, there's no
0: way of necessarily accessing your thoughts inside someone's brain you can maybe get like the certain muscle twitches or something like that or the neurological activity yeah. caused by those thoughts but the thoughts themselves are something beyond the brain beyond matter something we do not have access to to this point there's many theories about where the mind is the mind could be separate not a part of the human body the mind well, could well do be you believe in spirit? Mm, that's mind, that's body, what, yeah, and spirit. Yeah, that's the different, that's the different, that's um, since the, are gin and tonic. Exactly. <laughs> but since like theology and stuff like that has kind of gone downhill, we've kind of stuck to a physical route. But the problem is with physics and things like that, using that to discover consciousness, we don't know what physics is actually referring to. This is where things get trippy.
2: My brain's hurting. Check sorry. it.
0: Have you ever thought, like, this is something that blew my mind, right? Yeah. Physics is yeah. the measurement of other stuff that we don't know what that stuff is. It's relational. And physics measures like mass. Like gravity and, communi- and shit. Yeah, they we They don't, don't know what it is fundamentally that they're measuring. They don't know that because you can go down to the anatomic level. Yeah, and it just keeps on going. It just and it's keeps just 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 on weird. going. Like what the hell? Yeah. And that's the weird thing that we think about. And this is the two answers to it. Yeah, mm. that it's either that it's just it keeps on going and going and going and going and going and the universe is just uh, a bunch of relations infinitely. Yeah. But that doesn't make much sense. Fundamentally, you would think that eventually there has to be some sort of object at the very beginning. Mm. But then this... this... This is the other option, what panpsychism puts forward, brought to you by this philosopher called Bertrand Russell. He said that, um, matter is actually consciousness, that in some way, every little bit of matter is in some way consciousness, it has some sort of experience to be it. That's what pancytes well, yeah. I mean believe. I can't
2: argue that. I can't say that the oxygen I'm breathing psych- right now is just like murdering <laughs> lots of little oxygen babies. Like you, you can't I can't say that they don't have a conscious, but
0: not ne- <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's true. That's some, some they're all squealing and
2: crying, but making <laughs> me breathe like
0: not necessarily that they have thoughts and feelings, but they have a consciousness. Right. That awareness of some sort of they it, there's some way, there's some sort of place like feeling it is to be a rock.
2: Well, that's the thing. Like yeah. my plants at home, my um monstera plants, mm, or yeah. um, more commonly known as fruit salad plants, if you're mm. a noob, um <laughs> they <laughs> when noob. I when I put them in the sun, they grow towards the sun. Mm-hmm. Like mine is really such silly really wholesome how they like
1: twist and turn. Isn't that yeah. so cute? And I have
2: to rotate it all around because it's like oh the sun's this way, and then it leans over too far. So I'm like oh sweetheart, I'll just turn <laughs> you around <laughs> so you can level yourself out again. But like yeah. oh it's just like so conscious
0: that's roughly the view but yeah so
2: cute it
0: is but but yeah it's a really interesting point point. and the reason why um a lot of philosophers are starting to take it seriously recently is because You think about like physical physicists trying to be like, how do we get consciousness out of matter? Well, it's then that's like a nothing statement. Like what is consciousness? But then they change the the idea. What panpsychism does is how do we get consciousness out of consciousness? Because consciousness (laughs) is fundamental to the entire universe. Then it's like, how is this anomaly in our construction of the universe? Where's it come from? If consciousness is fundamental to the entire universe, then then that's where it comes from. But that's I do love talking about this stuff. It's really intense, isn't it?
2: You guys know they're doing like atom like fusion now? What's that? They're not just doing, like, oh, yeah. fusion. They don't want fusion. Did Harry tell you that? No, actually, it was... um <laughs> It was... I think Harry no, oh, my that. God. It was... Who was it? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, it was That's Alex. It was Alex. Alex? Alex K- no, no, no. Um, the other K word?
0: The other uh, K
1: word.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds like we're saying a swear word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what we're trying to avoid. Oh, it. I'm so sorry. Harry's
2: going to fall asleep listening oh, to my no. pants. I yeah. spiel, not
3: feel. And then he's
0: going to
1: forget
2: that. you just said that.
1: that. Alex's life is ruined right I'm now. I'm
2: so <laughs> sorry. I thought that when you were like. The All 20 K- people that that are going to go know. to his house and be like. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> I was just like, how do you not know? He's like, help me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. I didn't say <laughs> the whole word though.
0: That's good.
1: I guess not. But it was
2: the other K word, and he told me about it. And like, how crazy that's is that? True. He did tell me that too. They're looking at. The we were in the car yeah, on the way it. to the beach, and. And, like, now they're getting fucking atoms. A- Atom, sorry, not Adam. Oh, my God. If your name's Adam, I'm sorry. His brothers. Atoms.
3: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
1: Oh,
2: you're just narrowing Check it down Let's now. Um, get out of the... F- yeah, no, ne- no more science.
1: I'm
0: sorry. Of which we have very little very, credentials. Very, very little. Well, in all fairness, I did do a, an essay on it, which is gives me a small amount to just say that much there, but That's I can't true. confirm it at all. No one really can confirm it until you die. Anyway, let's try moving move into That's this true. Other stuff. Elliot said I watched about 11 hours of porn and said that I watched midget porn. Is oh this true? This is this something gracious. I used to gloat about? I
1: have no memory mm-hmm. of you talking to me about your porn habits.
0: I never did this. I don't remember doing this. I feel porn? like I mentioned. I feel like it sounds familiar that I said that I've watched maybe three hours of porn in stretches. Three
2: no, yeah, hours. you
1: have to tell me that. I definitely
2: said that for sure. Yeah, you
0: used to tell me you had
1: big like stretches. I was like a
2: Marvel movie, man.
0: I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I was definitively a porn addict. Did it have a storyline? the point I didn't watch the whole thing I was just going through different videos oh
2: for 3 hours mm-hmm. yeah wow.
0: so that's why things get bad because then it's like you go into worse and worse content and then yeah. you kind of sit there and you're like I don't even know and like so the first first you look at you are like oh it's gross and then by the end of it like by the end of 3 hours you're like all right I can use this because then everything <laughs> really? else becomes numb wow. this is the actual story of a porn addict. it's a very well, interesting story. Well, Chelsea, did you have anything to add
1: oh
2: <laughs> Three more hours. (laughs) No, it was just. I remember, like at the start of the show, I was thinking about um, Mm -hmm. my stance and how I was. Oh
0: yeah, Chelsea said that she had a stance on pornography. I did. This is my personal perspective. I I think in my head, you're sort of the person who I immediately think, like you're roughly were pro pornography, and when I first yeah. started bringing this up, you were almost disgusted. I remember when we talked yeah. about in the chat,
1: you would uh, you would like? You would always defend.
0: I would always defend. I would always yeah. defend pornography. yeah, absolutely. less so, perspective now. I don't know if I, mine's changed. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty still the same. I
2: don't know. I, I just um, I don't, mm. do I do I need to expose myself? Like I just haven't been using it lately, and mm. I'm just like, I actually don't need it.
0: Yeah, it's fair
1: enough.
2: You know what I mean? I, I just I like stopped using it, and then I was like, oh.
0: Like, <laughs> I was like oh like, do you reckon that porn in- companies have kind of convinced you that it's sort of like a necessary thing or well, right, I need to watch porn now look, and I then like think, you can't live without it
2: I just think like I think it's just it's okay porn's fine <laughs> but the, what, I'm about, porn no, com- what I'm thinking about no what I'm thinking about is that like my perception of that activity mm. like I just feel like porn sort of like ruins that mm. like I mean like real life versus that is so different yeah and like I don't prefer, like, watching someone, like, take it so seriously. It's so fucking boring. It's like, oh, my God, you're not actually enjoying this, are you? Like, like, come on. He's, like, twisted you into a pretzel. You Mm. you can't tell me that you're enjoying this. And I'm not going to watch and be like, oh, yeah, I'm enjoying this because I'm looking at you like, oh, sweet Jesus, you poor thing. (laughs) But, like, this is the thing. It's like uh, before, like, Mm -hmm. the whole Trish thing, I was like – you can do whatever you want and you can do whatever yeah, you agree want. With that. Yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, love it. But now I, like thinking about it, I'm like, it's actually just like what they do. I'm like, you just don't look like, you. Ha- I don't know what I'm watching, but you just don't look like you're having that much fun.
0: A lot of it is done not to actually stimulate the other person, but to create an image that will sell.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's just so much more fun yeah. when you just think about it. But how it is in real life
0: and there's the stuff that's like choking and violence and oh like that's a little stressful spitting and hitting and stuff like that oh. that's that doesn't really represent and that's what like a lot of mainstream pornography has become I Very don't like aggressive. that that's
2: how we get fucking crazy people hey yeah
0: mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know I reckon it's not a great place to put my attention so I'm, I'm gonna continue to fight to mm. avoid it in the future
2: I'm way more anti-porn than I was mm. and it's okay yeah I'm accepting that
0: that's fesky. Um, that's good. We've had a resolution there. We have. Yeah. yeah. Orion's well, podcast taught right. me something. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
2: joking. No, it actually did. Like, I've actually I never. Well, not that it's something that. Oh, I think about it all the time. Yeah. But now I've actually been like, oh, this is actually a big issue. And like, that's interesting. Now I actually I have. Get bes-
0: that when I'm saying words into people's heads. Eventually, it may influence. Them it was in more Trish. Capacity. It was more Trish. Just yeah, saying. Sure. It was
2: more Trish. But well, you I had to get her. Yeah. There you go. There you exactly. Go.
0: And I put her terms into words that would be understood and yeah,
2: understood by yes people who are porn noobs as myself
0: <laughs> well thank you everyone <laughs> on on <laughs> Chelsea's a porn noob that was pretty good Harry's going to be playing best of both worlds which is that song that goes oh <laughs>
3: Yeah. I was Anyway, here's the
0: head end head. of the radio show. We want to say thank you to our best very special guest. Actually, I gotta get it's final energy, I gotta stand up. Um, best both are playing, this is the end of the radio show, we're coming into it. We wanna say thank you to Chelsea J, who was here, she was really great. Chelsea. We had Riley, who was also here, and he was really wicked! <laughs> Richard Turton, thank you for being a part of the show, Mr. Richard Turton. He was very good, wasn't he? Everyone ran the post with him. We so love how Richard. Um, and, and thank you, Parry, who's editing this way, way far away from here. in a little bit show for house tell us about it when he gets back here. Um, yeah. probably next week, this episode will be coming out of the weekend. You guys will be yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you everyone for listening. This is an incredible episode. I really enjoyed it. I think it was a good episode. We got a I really
2: enjoyed it, guys. I you better make really these plain. ratings go higher, I was swear. Like, yeah.
0: It was like three or four episodes in one. We had like a philosophical conversation. Yeah. We talked about them dogs in Moscow. How crazy are them dogs?
1: <laughs> oh, <my People>. <laughs> <laughs> How is like, that? All it is is that they killed a bunch of dogs. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, that hurts. Talented <laughs> dogs that could ride the subway. It's
1: great. So they killed talented dogs that could ride the subway. <laughs> thank
0: you everyone for listening to Radio Show!
3: Bye-bye. Bye bye! Bye!